0: This is the Living in Clarity podcast. My name is Brandon Fisher. This is Coach Ratner, and next on our series of self-esteem is four problems associated with having low self-esteem.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it can be an issue, and a lot of people actually, you know, I've had some relatives that you know died supposedly, and they really probably committed suicide because they felt so bad about themselves. Wow! And you know, a lot of people do things, and number one, one of the number one problem of associated with having low self-esteem is self-destructive behaviors. People do things, in fact, you always like thinking why why they, you know, people, obviously, I'm not going to get into the whole opioid overdose thing, but like when people are taking drugs, a lot of times because they want to feel better by themselves. Yes. They don't feel good. And so because they do that, they're more willing to take risks and things when you don't feel good about yourself. And you don't say, oh, yeah, I want to kill myself. It's just that you, you are not willing to, your life is not as valuable to yourself. So you're willing to take more risks. You know, thinking you're Think about teenagers who are driving, you know, 120 miles 120 miles on the highway and crash into a tree. I mean, do you value your life when you're driving that fast,
0: or just drinking and driving and thinking you can do it? Yeah, because the drinking gave you more self-esteem and confidence that you should not have in that you situation. Are- it's uh, it obviously very destructive. Yeah. What are some other ways that that shows up in a, maybe a more more mundane and more daily. It, it, could,
1: it could be also risky uh, hobbies, things that are, written. Mm-hmm. You know, people, you know, people want to jump out of. Like I have, like right now, I have no interest in jumping out of an airplane. Right. I know some mm-hmm. people like to do it. So it seems like it's, it's right. really fun. Is it? I learned
0: some valuable lessons. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. I, I mean, I just I, there's, there's so much to say about it. I How many times do it. I did it one time. I it, was ready to get in again and again and do it again. Really? But I didn't because it cost a lot of money at that time. Right. And uh, it still costs a lot of money. <laughs> It's the freest feeling I've ever had. Yeah. But I was so scared for two weeks in advance. Oh, you were? I was. I was petrified. And I realized that I keep telling myself a story. When the door opens, I'm going to be so scared. When, story, when, the, when the door opens, I'm going to not be able to do it. And that story is going to become my reality. And I ended up finding a way. Like When the door opens, I'm going to feel relaxed. When the door opens, I'm going to be excited to jump. And I just told myself that narrative, and it worked. It helped me. Yeah. I'm not saying this is not related to low self-esteem. This was a personal endeavor. But that lesson and that experience changed my whole life. I love it. I, I don't recommend you do it unless you're ready to do it and you want to.
1: Well, I, you know, I remember I just remember high school and college was these guys who were like you know sometimes drink a lot and pass right. out, and or get into fights. Yeah, and a lot of time they're doing it because if you feel good about yourself, you're not going to get into a fight, right? If you feel good about yourself, you're not going to make someone else feel bad. Like you have no desire to like bring other people down or talk bad of them or like. You, if you're going to get into a, a, an argument with someone, you're like, you know, I, I, I like myself. I don't need to fight with you. I'm sorry. You're right. Like, you don't need to get in a fight.
0: Yeah. That's a high. That's the high level that we're going for. That's yeah. the conquering
1: of this self-esteem issue. Yeah. And that you, you feel good about yourself. You're not going to be like, oh, yeah, let's go get in a car and drive 120 miles an hour because I, cause I could die. And if you're not afraid of dying because you don't like yourself, it's a problem. It's a, it's a, it's a problem of having a self-esteem.
0: It's about valuing life. If you value your life, you're going to follow the
1: speed limit or, you know, keep close to it at least. This is why in our, another future podcast we're getting soon is the 12 strategies to cure low self-esteem. Right. I think we can all imp, imp, implement into our lives and help us to lead happier lives. When I teach this class mm-hmm. here in Jerusalem, I tell my students, I go, the purpose for me teaching this class today is is I want you to walk out of here happier and stay happy for the rest of your life. If you're not, I failed. Right. I don't want to fail. I mean, I'm not teaching, you know. I'm not getting paid for your happiness. If you get paid, oh, you'll give me $100. No, I, I'm doing it because I want to make you feel better and feel good about yourself. Because intrinsically, we're all spark of God. Intrinsically, God put us here because we can create value to this earth. There is a purpose why we were born. Yeah, job is to fill that purpose. But at least, even if you don't know your purpose, knowing that God created you means that you know you're here for a specific purpose. But at least you can search it for a purpose. I think that's clarity. Yes, it is clear. Like really
0: knowing your purpose and the destination, it means you're not, like not here for a purpose, and you're part of a plan.
1: Right, right. Just, like you just, just had... no, I always, I, I talk about the puzzle. You know, we want to look back at our lives and see. You want to see an intricate puzzle. Your life was different puzzle pieces that fit in different ways, and there's always that puzzle piece that was hard to fit, and you couldn't figure out where it went. Right, right. But when you look back after years after this puzzle piece get put in, you're like, oh, that's this is why you know God gave me this disease. This is why God gave me a and this is why God gave me this disability. It's it's part of who I am and it helped make like unique puzzle. Mm -hmm. And I shouldn't feel bad about myself and I should really value my life. Yeah. Because my life is important and I'm here for a reason. I have to figure out what it is and And I'm gonna do everything I can to preserve that life. Not just preserve that life, but fulfill its better. Of course. I'm just I mean yeah. I I mean mean, like, you know, one of the worst kinds of regret you can have with things you didn't try. Like I would say, when we die, we're gonna go to heaven. We're gonna stand in front of God and God we're gonna open the book up of our life. And this book was written before you were born. And this, these notes that God wrote about you were going to list all the things that you could have accomplished in your life, and the one and and you're gonna like, say, "Wow, I could have stopped war in countries. I could have developed cures of cancer. I could have had an amazing, huge family and built, you know, had the hundreds of grandchildren." And I didn't do this because I was afraid. I didn't feel good about myself. I was negative. I was not happy with myself. And so, therefore, who the, you know, like, and and it, that. It builds in itself. The more you feel bad about yourself, the more you feel bad about yourself. Yeah, you got to nip it in the bud immediately.
0: Yeah, it it starts to get you thinking a lot, and that leads us to number two, which is mind clutter, burnout, and stress. Yeah, and I've got to tell you, Coach, I (laughs) I get burnt out. Yeah, I work hard. I a few. Yeah, yeah, I get burnt out. Yeah, I get tired. Yesterday, I took a (laughs) three-hour nap. Just, I don't know what. I needed it. No, you gotta, to, you let it rest. You gotta rest. That's and you're okay with rest because if you beat yourself up over that,
1: it leads you know, to other problems. I, I, just so you know, and I, I'm not really embarrassed to say it, I nap every day. Yeah. I mean, not every day, but almost every day I nap. And I didn't, you know, when I read, um, uh, what was the book I read? When? It was about nap. the guy says that you should take a nappuccino. I don't know who this is. Oh, those are great. Yeah, nappuccinos, when you do, you do a happuccino and then you take a nap and then when you wake up, caffeine kicks in, you, you wake up really easily. Yeah, but I I nap every day because to me that's how I power my life. Like, you know, it's not good to be tired because all oh, you you're late. I'm not lazy. I'm like I I need the nap. And, in fact, now the way my life is set here, you know, being in Jerusalem, you're you to not to believe this. Do you know what? you know what time I nap? <laughs> you're you have a hard time, guessing this. Yeah, seven thirty in the morning. <laughs> that's your nap. That's my nap. Well, wow. I learn I learn at nine a.m. Something that's going back to sleep. I I I now I I, I What time I, you wake up? I wake up between you know between usually between five and six. Okay. And I go to Davin. Right. And I, right. I, I I walk Mocha, my dog. I make the kids their lunches. I make I try to make my wife. We make a fruit bowl every morning. Basically, just fruit and nuts. That's what we eat every morning. Mm-hmm. I try to do it at night so I can have a you know a, a more time in the morning. And then I um I have a cup of coffee. Walk dog. Go to the bathroom. Go to Davin. Come back. Make the kids breakfast. And then I go back to sit at seven thirty. Wow. And I said from 7.30 to 8.15. That's a very productive morning. Yeah, and then I, sit, I have to go to grocery shop and get fruit and nuts and get fruit and mm-hmm. stuff. And I go to learn at 9, and then I'm teaching at eight. you know, in the late morning. And I've already napped. You know, right now, yeah. now it's like four, yeah. when it was 4 in the afternoon, and I, I napped this morning, and I have a lot of energy. And so that's the only nap you need all day. No, I'm, done. I'm good with the rest of the day. Wow, I nap around too. <laughs> yeah, but it keeps my mind straight. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe I should put it as a... You know that you should take naps. You know, maybe one of the cures to self esteem is really rest, rest.
0: Well, wellness, and rest. Is yeah. for me getting through this burnout period, which I've
1: experienced, my overload of the mind. You got to take care of your mind. What you know, when you when you have mind clutter, it means you're worried about whether people think about you. Or we talked about it before in the last podcast, you're worried about perfectionism. You're never going to finish. Procrastination, that I do mind clutter. Also you might be just doing. It's was the same thing. It's yeah. mind clutter, and Maybe. you can't focus on one thing at a time. There's a lot there. You got to focus on one thing at a time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And the, the third problem with having low self-esteem associated with low muscle is it's called um, basically it becomes a physical manifestation. Which means low self-esteem is not a physical illness. It's in your mind, which means it's just your perception. Which means if you could change your perception, you can feel good about yourself. But if it if it lingers long enough. With something that is not physical can become physical. You can actually become, get a cold, get corona, get cancer, whatever it is, wow. from feeling so bad about yourself, your body just doesn't function well. It leads to anxiety, which is a physical, or stress, which is a physical. Which turns I mean, Everything right. that's not physical that can turn physical. Everything's related. Right? That's interesting. Everything in our body, you can't say it's not, but everything's right. This is a problem, a little problem with doctors now that you have, you know, my, 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 my thumb hurts. Uh, well, they just try to fix the thumb or, you know, I have a headache. Like sometimes it's all interrelated. It could be something else. That's what reflexology I mean, can help, or you know, sometimes alternative therapies actually do work because you everything's interconnected. And when you feel bad about yourself, you can physically become sick.
0: Wow! And people with high anxiety can get sick more often.
1: I think we've seen it for sure. And uh, by the way, I, I've I've discovered my my daughter was not she was nervous about having to do something at school. I don't know it was something she was very nervous about. She goes, oh, I got a tummy ache. She didn't have a tummy ache. That was anxiety. You know, so you think it's something that hurts, but it's really just, a, it's a emotional problem that's feeling physical. Like right. Sometimes you're not sure which one it is, you know?
0: Yeah. And some people are hard hardwired towards anxiety and towards this worry. Yeah. But I, I heard once that anxiety is the feeling or the experience of failing before you even try. That's good. Yeah. And that means that start to think about feelings, what success feels like.
1: Yeah. Change it around. Change it around. Build that confidence. Get rid of that. You know, what did we talk about last time? That um, self doubt. Yeah, not the self doubt, imposter syndrome. syndrome. Yeah. Which yeah. I had last time, maybe in the last broadcast Anyway, so number four, number one is self destructive. These are four problems associated with having low self esteem. Number one, self destructive behaviors. Number two, mind clutter or burnout and stress. Number three, it becomes a physical manifestation. And lastly, And finally, poor
0: relationships.
1: This starts to seep in to your social life. Just think about it. Imagine, Brandon, imagine I have a girl for you. You're dating now, right? Yep. I got this girl for you, Bear. She's beautiful. She's smart. She's clever. By the way, she doesn't really like herself. Do you want to go out with her? (laughs) I mean, no one wants to go out with someone that doesn't like themselves. In this case, poor relationships. Her friends hate her. So so I was, you know... One of the things i in my dating class i talked about with you if you don't love yourself you're going to have a hard time loving somebody else right no. the first person you need to love is yourself and you're not going to have you know people that date that don't love themselves are just setting themselves up for failure and it's why is it so hard to love yourself because they either came from dysfunction or they don't have good parents yeah i i'd say this that like, you know all to the parents you want your kids to have a great relationship you have to show them when your kids have self-esteem. You have to give them the back. You have to have their back so they feel they know that there's someone who always has their back.
0: You got to give them the feeling of that they're great. Yeah, they need to know that they have a reason to have a high self-esteem.
1: And it's not about not have so low self-esteem. Everyone's gonna everyone's gonna have this issue. We all do. Right, me, Please. you, everybody. But just understanding where it's coming from, understanding how to solve it, how to how to cure it. Which we're gonna get into in the next podcast. understand the problems associated with it. understand ways that you cause other people to have low self-esteem, which. People do all the time. It's not very good. No one's thinking. No one's thinking. I affect other people. You know, mm-hmm. just like you know, we talk about like your face. You know, you put a smile on your face. You don't own your face, right? Like, how often do you see your face? That ugly face, right? No, I'm just kidding. Your beautiful face. How often do you see your face? I guess when I am in the bathroom, three times, four or five times a day, right? In the back, many bathrooms here in Jerusalem. There's no mirror, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Right. So you don't see it. You know, like, in the morning and the evening, maybe one or two other times. But you know how many times you see my face? Way more than I do, right? So it's not really my face. It's your face, which means I have effect on how you live your life. You affect every, even though you say, oh, it's my face. I can do it. You know, what? it's not. To take it a step further, um,
0: the Rosh Hashiva, who is the dean of, of Aish, where we're learning, he says that your face is a public domain. Yeah, it is a public domain. Meaning that you should be smiling because people are looking at you publicly. That's a hard thing to do. But he he does it. It's not so easy. No. And so there you go. Those are the four problems associated with having low self-esteem. A very common, normal,
1: relatable mind illness. Yeah, it's a mind illness. It's all in our our own mind. Change your goggles and you'll change your outlook. You have to change the way you see things and you'll feel better about yourself. And we're going to help you with that in our next podcast.
0: And we're going to help you live in clarity. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Living in Clarity podcast.
1: See you next time. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Living in Clarity Podcast.
0: If you enjoy what you just heard, make sure you like, subscribe, and comment with any suggestions for future episodes.
1: We'll see you next time.